Welcome back to the Blackcast Reacts. I'm Matt. Oh I'm my Jeff. Oh and this my, is not Blackcast Reacts. This is the podcast. Oh, we'll keep going. Because we're going to keep. We going? took a couple weeks off. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> the ones and zeros of all things metal. I'm Jeff. Yeah, I'm Matt. <laughs> <laughs> and today <laughs> we are talking about two bands. Uh, the first one being Mafia Birdhouse, uh, their EP called Dweller, and Wolves at the Gate, uh, their new album, I think it's like their fifth fifth album. Something like that. And you, it's called Eulogies. Correct. Uh, and we're going to start off with uh, Mafia Birdhouse. So what do you think of these guys? I enjoyed them a lot. It was, yeah, it was raw, emotion-filled. Um, I can't remember where I found it. It was either on their Facebook page or Twitter or something like that. But it was either that or I I said I can't remember. It was like techie, Midwest, melodic, hardcore. I can't remember. Yeah. Was, that's, that's their words. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think that was in the bio because I wrote that down too because I was like, how do you describe this? <laughs> you know, and then... Uh, uh, no, it wasn't in there. It wasn't in their Spotify bio. I think I Googled them because they don't have a lot of info. It's another one of those bands that doesn't have a lot of like info online. So, yeah. um, yeah, I did write that down too. It's, that's a, it's like a perfect description. Yeah, I agree. Um, I put that, uh, both of these bands, this week, uh, Mafia and Wolves of the Gate were giving me some like really heavy, like nostalgia vibes. Yeah. Um, and the way that, so I have, I have a quick little story about these guys. So I, I work with someone who was wearing a Mafia Birdhouse shirt and that just the name, like after, after work, she would put it on. Yeah. And just the uh, Mafia, I was like, Mafia Birdhouse, that's like such a cool phrase like what is that yeah and she went to a concert uh for a band called adventure adventurer and um they and mafia birdhouse were also playing there and she had been drinking just a little too much <laughs> and she I, she went to the wrong table like she meant to buy an adventurer shirt but she got up to the table and bought <laughs> a mafia birdhouse shirt and really liked them during the show. But afterwards couldn't find anything online, like anywhere, like where their music was. Yeah. So I was like, I just happened to randomly be scrolling on Instagram and like looking through stories and mafia birdhouse popped up and it said our new EPs out. And it was from February. And I was like, Oh shit, I got to tell her about this. So I, <laughs> I texted her and was like, man, this EP is amazing. Like their, their EP is out so you can finally listen to them again. So it's just kind of interesting how just like randomly it would pop up like that. Cause I, I don't recall ever searching for them at all, but it still popped up. So it must be one of those algorithm things. The but, universe uh, is aligned. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
some some vibes are happening but uh yeah. i th- like me personally i wonder if i wonder if these guys are inf- influenced by um save us from the archon have you heard of that band i may have sent you something before it's like it sound it's, i can't place it but it sounds familiar i'm going to have to send you a song after yeah but it's 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 an all instrumental band but like if you were to take this band and like just remove the vocals from it okay uh that's kind of what the band sounds like like real fast techie um type of stuff and they have this like negative space in between their songs where it's kind of like real kind of dreamy sounding uh yeah. but uh so i'm wondering if there's any kind of influence in there um it just kind of reminded me of that but um, yeah, these guys are like incredible musicians, like all all around. Um, yeah, you know, incredible guitar playing and great, you know, vocals and drumming and and each like their songwriting ability sounds um, like pretty mature, like in advanced, you know, mm-hmm. for have for for their like first official, you know, release. Yeah. So I think they found their sound already, and. I think they can only go up from here because I I think that these guys have like a bright future. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're definitely, which is a little, uh, I, I mean, not what's the word ironic or, um, I guess it's just, just, yeah, a little bit of irony because they actually have a song called imposter syndrome, which is, where you're talented at something or you have the ability to do something, but for whatever reason, your head's still like, nah, I'm an imposter. I still like, just because you can't answer like one question on the subject, it's like, Oh, Nope. I don't know anything. I'm bad at this. You know, I'm, I'm an imposter. I'm so it's just, it's kind of funny that you said that, that, you know, they found their sound. They can only go up when they have a song called imposter syndrome. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty funny. And this is actually imposter syndrome was one of my favorites. And it is, is that was like the specific song that I put that says, save us from the archon, but with vocals. Okay. So, um, yeah, I have to send you something after the show, but, uh, anybody who's looking for a new band, look up, save us from the archon. It's, they're pretty incredible, but, um, this is one of my favorites and, the part at 303 for imposter syndrome, that talking part. Yep. That's what I got. You like that part too? Uh That's kind of reminded me of like an amber glow type of thing. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. I like how it's it's like stripped down at that part too. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not like overly crazy. They just kind of like hold some chords out and mm-hmm. they let the vocals of, oh, do their thing in the background too. Uh, yeah, no, I have, so like the intro has like the super chill, just guitar for a few seconds. And then you just have, it just goes into this like a real raw scream, which as I was digging, I liked how, gritty and I don't want to say unpolished, but like raw, but not like the bad version of raw, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can, I, 
Yeah. Whenever, yeah. Whenever I describe something as raw, I always use it as a compliment. Yeah. Um, because it's, it's got a little, a little bit more of like a, like a live type of feel to it and like Mm kind of shows how the, how the musicians are actually playing. You know, you can tell when something sounds produced, produced, overproduced. You're like, people don't play, don't, don't like perform like that naturally, you know? Yeah. Um, but these guys, yeah, they, you can tell they're, they're really skilled and they, you know, that's, that's just how they play. It's, it's, it doesn't feel fake. No, not at all. I wish I wrote a little bit neater when I was writing these notes. <laughs> oh, uh, like around one thirty-five, it gets kind of mathy, which is interesting. I like that. I would say all around, they're fairly a little bit mathy. They got a little bit of that math vibe, but yeah, those are the types of riffs that I love. Those like hammer on pull off. Yeah. Um, like little in between, what do you call them? Like fills, uh, guitar fills. Um, yeah. That's, that's I just, like something I just you love it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. That's, I think that's probably why I like these guys so much is because it's not all wittily diddly. Mm-hmm. It's like, and they don't overdo it. It's not like they do that, that thing. Like it's not like it's a verse where they, First course, first course, where they it's the same every time. It's they're not afraid to like make a really intricate part, like only part of that song, rather than like trying to overuse it. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah. There's another part at I think the two minute mark. It almost sounded like they purposely like blew out the guitar, and I thought I gave it a really gnarly sound. In um, imposter syndrome still? Yeah. It's like those, like, uh, probably a palm mute. I don't, still learning, Jeff, but it's like the, there's like in the background, there's a little bit of a, Mm -hmm. with all the, Mm -hmm. and it it almost sounds like they purposely kind of blew it out a little bit. I, I was like, that's cool. I like that. Good sound. Yeah, I love I love palm mutes. That's the first thing that I that I I test out. Like, not that I buy a lot of guitars or anything mm-hmm. or like software, but like when I'm like this the guitar amp software that I have currently and the the eight string that I bought, like yeah. everything else can sound great, but if the palm mutes, like that's the first thing I test out with uh new gear okay. is how does the palm mute sound? Um and if it don't sound good, then it don't get my money. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. no, then the, I guess my last little point on imposter syndrome is I liked, uh, lyrically there's a part, I didn't write down of a, a marker for it, but he says, I couldn't catch my, I couldn't catch a break. So I broke myself and I was like, oh man, how many times have you just Ooh. like, like, I don't think I've ever put it in that in those words, but I've definitely felt that before. I'm like, well, that's that's good. That is a good line. Yeah. I like that. 
Yeah. So quality lyrics, quality music, yeah. quality lyrics all the way around. My, <clears throat> my only other favorite song, um, uh, even though I love the whole EP was, um, mm-hmm. was Wilt track one. Um, I put, I like the techie parts the most. And then the, tr- that transition at 18 seconds. Um, so it's got like, it starts off with this, like, it's almost like hardcore, just like a hardcore sound. Yeah. And then when it goes to 18, mm-hmm. it's a, a little bit chuggy. Yeah, just like right on, just, just, all, yeah. just like, it's like a, what do you call it? It's like, uh, sudden isn't the right word I'm looking for, but it's just like a sudden change. Um, it's not like they transition into it or anything. It's just like, boom, it hits it, it hits you right there. So, yeah. uh, the, so those are my two favorites, Wilton Imposter Syndrome. Um, yeah, I was actually just a little side note. So on Wilt, I was actually uh, talking to one of my friends who listens to the podcast, and she was like, "Hey, since you guys are taking a break, what bands are you going to be talking about so I can listen to them before and get familiar?" And I said, "Okay." So I told her about Mafia Birdhouse, and she was telling me a little bit. I don't know if I can find the message. Either way, it she's like, yeah, I really like Wilt, and there's some of the lyrics. Wish I could have. I don't remember what lyrics she said that she really enjoyed. I don't know. She enjoyed a lot of the lyrics, but then she also enjoyed how the uh, beginning of the song is like chaotic, and then it slowly starts to like fade into just like a little bit more of a sustainable kind of not as like chaotic and and just more chuggy kind of like sustains itself and more structured. Yeah. More. Yeah. I guess that would be. And I said, so would you say it's, uh, it's like wilting. (laughs) (laughs) She goes, are you trying to be punny? And I said, yeah, a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh Matthew oh me but yeah no so I, I enjoyed Will I think my other favorite or I guess my other talking point was uh, Daughter of the Holy Ones and at my only note is at 24 seconds I can't read my handwriting something happens at 24 seconds though I have that oh stank n- face noted also yeah, so at 24 seconds, it gives you a good, good stank face. Yeah, it's got some alarm yeah. clock. Yeah. Yeah, I put for Daughter of the Holy Ones, this one's got more of like a hardcore punk vibe at times. Yeah, which was a little bit surprising that I it was one of my favorites because I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of punk, so. Yeah. But yeah, um, no, yeah, this one of of all of them, I think this one's like the least techie out of all of them. Yeah, it's um, just chug, just straight. Yeah. Um, did you like one fifty nine on Zealot? 
Drag two. like 159. Yeah. You specifically. <laughs> Me or specifically. 158. Yeah. 158. Yeah. Yes. Because <laughs> of the screaming and then yeah, they drop, drop everything, everything away. Drops. And then that, that scream kind of just like lasts longer than you'd think it would. Yeah. Oh, and then that ending gives you kind of a little bit of a stank face too. It's like slow ish. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Kind of chuggy and yeah. And like overall the, like the vocalist seems like he's got a couple different palettes to choose from of like screaming and singing yeah um because like in seekers at 20 seconds i put there's there there's a band called boys night out um uh that have been around for um i don't know if they're still around but they started you know like at least a decade ago because i remember listening to them in like high school but that little section right there at 20 seconds was like really brought me back to that um that time period when i was listening to them um so they have a nice way of like screaming like a different a couple different palettes of like screaming and singing that that kind of just change up the the um like the flavor of the whole ep Mm -hmm. yeah it's very i don't want to say erratic but like, yeah, <laughs> he, he's he got a, an arsenal of tools that he can use to keep things interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I enjoyed this one a lot. I think I found myself listening to this one more than Wolves at the Gate. Really? Yeah. yeah I wasn't wondering. expecting that. I, yeah, either was I. I. I think I was just in the mood that week. That and it's only what like seventeen minutes or something like that. Sixteen. Yeah, it's pretty long. quick. Yeah, pretty quick. So you can listen to like three or four times on the way into work. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, I like the I artwork it- too. Sorry, oh. I didn't mean to interrupt. But the oh, you're fine. The artwork for the title cover. It's I'm assuming hand drawn and looks like old cartoon comic-y mm-hmm. yeah it's like a it's almost like a like a pastel yeah. type of like not like I, I don't know what, I don't know what the uh, medium is called but like almost like chalky where you would kind of like smear it with your finger after you draw draw it yeah um to add some like shadows and stuff in there um yeah, it's really cool. I like it. That that pink monster on the side looks like. Have you seen Attack on Titans? Or do you know uh, of it? I I I know of it. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So that pink guy on the side looks like a titan. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Just, he does. He's got the smile and everything. I read the first the first book. Oh, okay. Of the series, and it's pretty brutal. Yeah, it's. I think I've only seen the first season of the anime. 
I have a habit of falling asleep. Not because they're boring, just because... I don't know. <laughs> and then I never pick busy, them back up. Busy guy. <laughs> yeah, something. Something like that. But yeah, no, uh, so I'm sorry. What were you giving it? Uh, I'm going to give it a nine. Nice. Okay. Yeah. About I was, 10. I was feeling like an eight and a half. It was, it was hitting the spot. Cool. Yeah. Enjoyed all the, the raw, the rawness. All right. Yeah. They're Shit. on my radar. Yeah. For sure. Be cool if they come right. back, back to town. Yeah. I think they're local. I think they're lo- like to us, like Detroit area. Yeah, I mean, because advent, because adventure when they were when they played a show with adventurer, adventurers like a, a Detroit area band. Um, so I think they were doing like a like a local show. Yeah, I guess like Techie Midwest could be anywhere from like Ohio to Indiana. That sort of vibe. I wish I could distinguish like cities because they're, they have a couple of photos of them in like the city or whatnot. Yeah. Oh, Detroit music. Okay. One of their hashtags is Detroit. Oh, really? Yeah. So that solves it. There we go. Unless there's, unless there's a Detroit, Ohio. If it is, it shouldn't exist. (laughs) (laughs) There's only one Detroit. There's only one. There can only be one. Detroit. Detroit. All right. Shall we go to Wolves at the Gate? I will allow it. All right. Wolves at the Gate. Eulogies. Uh... Yeah, so I got... I got excited at the end of 2021 because they had announced that they were going to be releasing a, a full length album and they released two singles, I believe, at the end of the year, like within like three months of the end of the So like September and December or something like that. Uh, so I got I got really excited because I remember when I was in when I lived in Florida discovering these guys and I was like yes like like I don't know what it was that just their music like spoke to me uh, and I listened to them for I don't know a good while and then all of a sudden I just kind of stopped I don't know why it's one of those like bands that you stop listening and then you go back to it and you're like, why did I stop listening to them? Or, cause I, let me see here. I'm trying to remember what, when I stopped listening. To them. I think I, <laughs> yeah. So I, I think I came in for VXV, which came out in 2014. So then I would go back and I think listen to uh, Captors and We Are We Are the Ones, I believe. 
yeah, I have a, a liked song for one of those. So it, I had, I listened to their old stuff and then after, I don't remember any of these other albums or singles coming out really at all, mm-hmm. except for Stop the Bleeding, which I, I have heard, oh, which I guess is actually on, isn't it on? Yes, it is. That's track nine. That came out, I think, early 2021. And I think that the first time I heard it, it it came through in one of like my shuffled playlists because I don't remember like looking down and saying like, oh, yeah. But when I heard the song on the album, I was like, I've heard this before. Where have I? And then I had like, you know, I had to find it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, unfortunately, like I just wasn't feeling it this week and I couldn't figure out why. And so I actually went after I listened to it a couple, after I listened to the album a couple times, I went back and I listened to their old stuff, like all the like songs that I had by them. And cause I think, where does it say I have? I had 13 like songs that I had like previously liked. And I think what it was is actually a little bit of my taste buds, kind of what you were saying with the nostalgia is I think my taste buds or listening buds kind of uh, changed a little bit because they didn't change their sound all that much. And they were kind of more of just this traditional kind of hardcore band. Um, and I don't know if I'm a hundred percent like just for like a traditional hardcore style, uh, like album anymore. I think Mm -hmm. I need a little bit more flavor and it's not bad. I'm not saying that the music's bad because they're, they're very talented and the music's good. It just, for whatever reason, it wasn't hitting my uh, like my prof- my flavor profile just wasn't hitting right. So mm-hmm. I tried to, when I was like reviewing this and whatnot, step back from what I thought it was and step back into like the 19 year old Matt that was discovering these guys for the first time and uh, kind of get into it from that perspective. And I think that helped a little bit. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I think it is very, yeah, you're right. It is very traditional. It's, there's nothing really like surprising about it. You know, mm-hmm. it's like pretty good, pretty good songwriting, but there's nothing that's like, there's really no, I really enjoyed it. Uh, but I wouldn't say that there's any type of like shock factor or like wow factor that is really like, you know, holy, like, holy crap. You know, I gotta, yeah, I gotta play that song again and again and again or something like that. Um, and, you know, I, th- I thought this was a new band for me. So I was, I listened to it like, I want to say, you know, however many times I listened to it. But then when I was writing my final notes uh, last Sunday and I started to do, I, I start, I Googled them and I, you know, was reading through like Wikipedia and stuff. I was like, wait a minute. I know who these guys are because back in 2011, their album, it's technically an EP because they, because mm-hmm. of the, like the extra tracks on there. But I was like, man, why? I, I, I searched them on YouTube 
and the song Heralds came up. It was like, fuck yeah, that's where I know these guys from because <laughs> I love that song. And I forgot about that song. So yeah. I bought this EP back in the day and like the, for, for, for whatever reason, like the band name just didn't click with me. Yeah. Um, and you're right. Like I, I, like I miss <laughs> everything from, uh, we are the ones until now eulogies. Like I didn't listen to anything in between because they just came off my radar for some reason. But, yeah. um, so I did, I did like Harold. So I, I really have no, uh, point of reference to how, how much they changed or how, you know, similar their sounds were. But, um, I would say that I, I really did, uh, like this album. I had, you know, like an average amount of favorites to it. Yeah. Um, but I, I would have to agree with you that it is pretty traditional, hard, like hardcore, uh, you know, songwriting chorus, like, you know how, like when we did the, the new, uh, of mice and men album. Yeah. Um, a couple months ago, like, you know, pretty, um, they're pr- pretty good, pretty good songs, but like, it's kind of, you know, kind of predictable. Yes. Uh, it's not like like Mafia Birdhouse where they they change the song up a lot. Uh, you know, it's this band isn't just that type of band, mm-hmm. but um, from what they did write and all of the you know like obviously like the choruses I would say like are the best part in my opinion of of the band you know because yeah you know it's you know when there's like a breakdown it's you know a typical breakdown and um you know I uh like I mentioned earlier, this one, you know, did give me some nostalgic vibes. And I think that was because like nostalgic high school vibes I put. Yeah. Uh, so maybe that was because I liked like in my subconscious, I knew that I liked this song Heralds. Um, but it, it gave me one of those like core memory unlocked moments. I was like, Holy fuck. That's where I know these guys <laughs> from. So, um, Cause I, I knew that the, like the, especially the singing, I was like, man, this voice sounds so familiar, mm-hmm. but I couldn't, couldn't quite put my finger on it. And I thought it was from a different band that I liked over the years, but, uh, you know, it finally clicked with me. But, um, one thing that I, I didn't care for too much. Um, f- there were slightly too many of the like oohs and ahs, uh, <laughs> throughout the album. Like, okay. Just, Maybe like in one too many songs where they're, you know, well, you know, like that type of yeah. thing. Um, like they just, it like at times it almost felt like, all right, we don't really know what to put here. So I'm just going to put an ooh and an ah. Uh, Instead of like, maybe mm. letting it breathe a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You know how like sleeping with sirens that like if you listen to all their stuff now they're like whoa, whoa, I mean, whoa, even, whoa. even back in the day it was kind of like that. yeah that's true because I maybe, mean he has maybe he has I grew up pipes, past it but, so yeah um but I put a, most of my favorite like you know the song the favorite songs that I listed are because of the choruses yeah um so uh. Although I, I wish that we, we said that this before for other bands, but I wish that, that there was a, a, a song or two in here without any singing in it. Um, just like a, like a really heavy scream song, but 
there weren't any of those. There was always some kind of singing. Yeah. And I think that would have added maybe another like half a point onto my score. <laughs> um, I didn't give it a bad score, but yeah, uh, I think it needed something like that. Like Children of Manus from, uh, from uh, shit, what was that band? It was the band we did with Our Hollow, Our Home. Yeah. Band. Yes. Yeah, no, I, I didn't really have too many favorites, I guess, off this one. It was, I don't want to, like, I wasn't disappointed because it, it's a good album. I liked it, but I, I was just, I couldn't find anything that really would like stood out and like grabbed my attention. It was, I enjoyed it. I think a little bit more as like a background, you know how there's just like some artist or some single or like songs where you can just put it on the background. You can still jam out and kind of like get, get a groove down to it, but it doesn't distract you from stuff. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what this did. Cause I wasn't f- like, I wasn't fully feeling it, but it was good. It was good background music. Like I wanted to, I could still listen to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I have to agree with that. It's, it's nice to have on, but it's, it's not the type of album or band that makes me want to study what they're doing and really like analyze yeah. everything that they're doing. Yep. I can get down with that. So did you have any favorites? Yeah, I, uh, I really, I think my favorite all like top one was actually the title track, which has, oh, I was going to say it has one of the fewest, but I scrolled down and the last four songs there have the lowest plays, but <laughs> no, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought, I felt like eulogies was composed a little bit different than all the other songs. It had a lot of depth and I felt like it was heavier. So it was almost I think it's almost to where you, what you were saying, Jeff, with the, uh, having like strictly screaming and no clean vocals, uh, it like, it was almost there with that. And the, I think at like 30 seconds or something like that, he starts doing this like rhythmic kind of rap ish tile scream style of screaming and. I was like, okay, that's different. That's something that they don't do all the time. So, I, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, but then yeah. like the chorus comes in and like, like you said, like the, the chorus has like super big, clean vocals. And I think that's, like you said, that's where they excel is like all their choruses are like spot on. Yeah, that, that's definitely the part that, you know, it's meant to be the hook and it's meant to, that's yeah. the parts that are, you know, meant to, um, you know, stick with you. Cause like all the verses and like bridges and stuff are, you know, you could probably say, yeah, I kind of heard that before, you know? Um, so I don't think anything is like, incredibly groundbreaking overall. Um, But yeah, eulogies was one of my favorites as well. 
Um, I put big and epic. Uh, Maybe they put a little extra effort into this one, maybe because (laughs) like you said, like, um, you know, it had a lot of depth to it, you know. So if someone says Wolves at the Gate eulogies, you know, title track, probably probably the first one that they they would want you to click on, you know. Um, Yeah. So I put added some piano question mark. I don't have a timestamp, but it kind of sounded like something was in the background there. Um, oh, wait a minute. Oh, I put in the intro and after the chorus parts for flavor. Maybe, maybe, it, was, maybe it was the guitar. Yeah, it's that like kind of sounded twingy, like twingy. Yeah. Maybe that's what I was hearing. Um, yeah, so it's kind of like it ball- almost- not not ballady, but like it's just it's not like fast. It's like big. Yeah. It almost at like twenty five seconds. It almost sounds like they have a synthesizer or something. You might be right. There's something extra there. Something to fill in. It's yeah. like. It's not supposed to be prominent, but it's it's something to like fill in that empty space. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so I really like eulogies. Uh, my other favorites, like most of my favorites, were at the beginning of the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, towards the middle, it 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 didn't exactly like didn't quite grab my attention like the first like the beginning of the albums did yeah. um, or the album. Uh, so my favorites were Shad- uh, Shadows, track one, track three, Kiss the Wave, track four, Lights and Fire, uh, Eulogies. And then I put Embracing Accusation, which is track 12. Um, most of, you know, most of the time because of the choruses, they're really catchy. Um, Kiss the Wave was kind of poppy and was like the poppiest, I think. In the album yeah and that one like really stuck with me um uh i what i really like about shadows um it has a great chorus but then 233 the chorus sounds different like it's still the same rhythm but like the melody lands in different spots compared to the other times that they do it and i like I like that. Oh, wait, no, I'm at the wrong song. Whoopsie. <laughs> 233. 233? Yeah, 233 on Shadows. It's almost like it's like uplifting. Yeah. Like they yeah, go up. That. Yeah, they go up to the melody rather than like down to whatever note that was. Um. So that's cool. Yeah. Uh. Kiss the Wave almost seems like it could be like a radio, radio friendly track. And Lights and Fire. There's that O.O.'s. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I was on the fence about this one, but I think this one was just it. it it was one of those nostalgic ones where I'm like, yeah, that kind of brings me back to stuff I used, I listened to like 10 years ago. So maybe that was why. And then, yeah. um, let's see, embracing accusation. I don't have any notes about that one. But I don't know what it was that I liked. 
because it's slow. That's a pretty yeah. good one. Uh, I think stop change the bleeding. Huh? Stop the bleeding. Oh, I just I just said change of pace. Yeah. That beginning sounds like uh, Rise Against. Yeah, it does. You know, like 2009 Rise Against. Yep, yep. So there's a little bit more nostalgia for you. I, I never really listened to them a lot back in the day, but maybe I should. Maybe I should go back and hear it <laughs> because I, there were like one or two songs that, you know, you put on back when, uh, back when like, you know, you put like a bunch of different singles on a CD and listen yeah. to it like, like a compilation or something. Um, you a know, when tape. like, uh, yeah, mixtape, I didn't know if that was the right phrase or not, but, <laughs> That's what I'm um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was, that was cool. Um, I didn't, this wasn't a favorite, but for no tomorrow I put, I also put this one was a, a change of pace. Interesting, interesting song structure, almost like city lights for a uh, motionless and white. Okay, yeah. Like, it kind of just went all the way through, you know? Didn't really... It repeated a chorus, but it wasn't like a a regular song for them. Yeah. Kind of builds at like 140-ish. Mm-hmm. Then they go into like a guitar solo thing. Yep. So, um, I don't think they did that a lot. Guitar solo. I think this, it's like this one. And then that's the really the only thing I can think of. There was like some little whittly diddlies and stuff, but it was a little bit more, in the background, I think. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I'm just thinking of their old stuff. Their old stuff they used to have like <laughs> a guitar solo in every single song. But like nothing, nothing big and grand, just like uh, just kind of chill, something to fill like, the space. Like like that that uh is it salt bay? That meme where he just kind of <laughs> throws the salt on the like guitar solo. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> a little a little extra spice. Yeah. And everything yeah. nice. Yeah, so I um uh overall I I I I really enjoyed all the music this week and uh Wolves at the Gate um I would give it an eight and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I was saying, I had to really step back and think like if you're, if you're into like just traditional hardcore, these, these are your guys. They, I think they've cracked the code on what that sound is. Cause it, it sounds very similar to the stuff that I was listening to back in 2014. So, uh, and just my earbuds changed. So I, I think I was up there with you. I think I put it at like an eight. 
just even though I wasn't the biggest fan of the album in total, I recognized the musicianship and thought that it was it was well constructed and you know worth you know that that score. Mm-hmm. I think, and I think I might be the slight opposite of you, where I listen to so much stuff that that I like like my like my changes or my my tastes have changed over the years also to where like I I don't normally listen to a lot of like straightforward you know like this type of mm-hmm. music anymore so I think it may have hit the spot because it was it was like predictable and traditional but like uh, uh like unusual for me to just listen to that type of music <laughs> nowadays you know what I, you know so it yeah. I think it was like kind of just hit the spot because I don't listen to that style that much anymore. I hear you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So eight and a half and an eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. If you, if you're looking for something new and crazy birdhouse mafia, mafia birdhouse, I guess it's interchangeable. Interchangeable. Yeah. <laughs> I know that mafia birdhouse, but that's good. That, that works too. Birdhouse Mafia. Right. Yeah. That works. Uh, or, uh, and then if you're looking for something just straightforward, traditional, hardcore, you got your wolves at the gate. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I think it was, it was pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. All around. Yep. All right. Thanks guys for listening. We'll see you guys in the next episode. See ya.